Southeast Wisconsin has some of the best high school and college athletes in the country. How did they get their start? Where did they begin their journey? It's time to talk about some of the best youth sports programs in the area. 15% this is the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands? Let's turn it over to the fans' high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome to the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. Thanks for joining us. We're going to talk youth baseball today with a guy that's been around youth baseball for a long time. I can tell you that. He is uh, Ken Bigler Jr. He goes by KJ. He's the coaching director and owner of Bigler Sports. You go to BiglerSports.com for more information. KJ, how you been? I'm great, Mike. Thanks so much for having me today. Yeah, you bet. Hey, KJ, I wanted to start. We're going to talk a lot about youth baseball and the stuff that you have done and you are doing. Uh, but I wanted to talk start uh, talk with your dad a little bit. Um, look, we, we had a conversation a couple of days ago, and I didn't know um, that, that he, is, uh, he is ill. And, uh, you know, the more I thought about it, the amount of lives that, that your father has touched in this area, when it comes to not only baseball, um, KJ, I, we talked about the Mike Higgins thing and how my, my son Matthew played in a three-on-three tournament there. And every time I walked in there, all I did, I just saw kids having fun. And, and that was big. That was a big deal for him. A lot of great memories going back to those days, Mike. I uh, couldn't agree with you more. We talk about it quite a bit even uh, all these many years later about all the great stuff that went on with the youth there in many ways, basketball, baseball, birthday parties, all kinds of stuff. And I guess uh, my dad, Mike Keegan, and another guy started that up, and they were the first ones on the block. Uh, 1985. Wow. It's been that long. But, uh, yes, thanks for mentioning my dad. Uh, he certainly had a big influence on myself and my brothers growing up and all the coaching he did with us and obviously on a lot of other kids as well. You know, when, when you say the word, uh, the name Ken Bigler to, to people, um, it's, it's amazing because there are so many things that he did uh, for, for kids, not only just in baseball, but like I said, in other things as well. And I, I, when I walked into Mike Higgins, I, the first thing I thought was, man, these kids are having fun. The second thing I thought was, I would not work here. Man, this is too crazy for me. <laughs> it was just too crazy. And so you had all the, you know, the games, the Papa Shot games and all the things going on. And then you had that little full court kind of in the back. And it was, you know, two dribbles and, and you could take maybe three dribbles, depending on the age of the kids, and then take yeah. a shot. But then I'd watch parents go like crazy, like it was the world championships their their kids were playing in. And it was just a little three-on-three deal. And I just, I, I'm not kidding. I'd walk out of there. I'd be sweating. I hadn't played anything. And I'd think, man, those kids are having fun. And my goodness, some of these parents are nuts. And I couldn't work there. So I give you guys a lot of credit. I'll tell you that. When you were younger, did you work there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that place opened up when I was a senior in high school. Really? And I remember painting the walls and helping get the place ready to go. I think it was May 20th, 1985. Oh, man. You remember the date. That yep. That's really something. Was your mom involved in that, too? Yeah, it was really a family affair there for quite a while. She would come out on Mondays with her parents and actually help fix things up on a weekly basis and just had a great time uh, 
kind of making sure that, that the place had those little touches, right? Yeah. KJ, the whole uh, kind of everything that you are and you have done has been kind of a family affair. And I and I say that with with pure like like I I putting you up on a pedestal like how cool this is that you as a family, I mean, you guys were a baseball family, a sports family and you've continued to carry that legacy on and and I know that Ken Bigler senior Man is proud of that. He's proud that you've, uh, you know, you you guys have continued to teach and organize and and uh, give kids a chance to get better at a sport that he absolutely loved. Well, I couldn't agree with you more. There, he loved the game of baseball, and obviously was very influential in teaching us and coaching us, and as we mentioned, so many other kids. But yeah, I will totally agree with you there, Mike. Uh, my brothers and I are pretty tight. And I, my parents had a lot to do with that, but we all played baseball and other sports growing up, and we were really a sports family, that's for sure. But we continue to carry that forward as well. My brother's both coaching, Jeff over at Brook Central, Corey over at UWM. Uh, I was at Cardinal Stritch in Whitefish Bay for about 14 years, and, and now this whole Bigler sports thing has kind of become my passion or my life now. But now I get to transition from actually coaching into doing a lot more teaching of the kids and really having fun with that as well. Hey, when um, when you decided with Bigler Sports, and I don't know when that that came to be, if that was back with your day, your dad, or if that's something that that you started, but. Look, it's grown quite a bit, and and I'm wondering when you started this and had this idea, uh, did did you think it would get as big as it is? Uh, back in the beginning, probably not. We started it kind of as a side thing. It was more of a summer camp or or camp business, if you will, where we just had the 30, 40, 50, 60 kids coming in on a Sunday afternoon, and you teach them hitting or pitching or what have you. And that's something we were doing on the side, even though we had a career going on, you know, Monday through Friday. And it kind of morphed from there. Um, For me, I ended up losing my job with this computer company and did not want to continue in that field. I wanted to continue with sports and with kids. So luckily, my wife agreed and she had a pretty good job. So I was able to go into this full time about eight years ago. And it's really turned into something pretty cool. Well, I like it, and again, I, I'm sure that you know your your dad. It just uh, has a lot of pride with with the stuff that you're doing, and and I always like when we talk youth sports, um, KJ. I like when I can go on the website and get a real feel for what the company is about, what the club is about, what the youth group is about, and I certainly got that. You know, when when I went on to your website and you guys talk about, look, if a kid gains confidence by playing a sport they love. That feeling of self-worth will carry over into everything that they do. And that's what we try to do for these kids. That sentence jumped off the page at me because I, I so agree with that. If, if kids, look, if they feel like they love a sport, but they just don't know how to play it, and they don't, they have no confidence in it. I don't know if that love continues, but once they gain confidence because they 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 understand how to play it, and they have somebody who's taken the time to teach them, and has the patience to teach them, then all of a sudden that feeling of self worth will carry over. And, and coaching basketball for thirty six years, I, I I man, I can tell you a million stories of that of kids that just all of a sudden what they needed was a little bit of confidence. 
and then the love for that sport it it, it just grows all you know by tenfold and they want to get in the gym and get shots up they want to get in the gym and get free throws they want to get get in shape and so when i read that line again if kids gain confidence by playing a sport they love that feeling of self-worth will carry over in everything they do and look you grew up in that you know that that, that had yeah. to be a line and there's no way that that did not at least part of that come from from what your father's mission statement in his life was oh there's no question about it mike and that's what i love so much about sports but what i love in baseball about baseball in general is it's a game of failure right but trying to get these kids to believe in themselves through the failure and make sure they understand how tough a sport it is. But if they can conquer this, they can conquer just about anything in life because it is such a tough game. It's such a tough sport to play. Uh, but going back to my dad, I mean, he is, his, his whole life is all about teaching and coaching and the love of teaching confidence uh, and trying to empower kids or, or other people in general. So that's definitely where that comes from, that's for sure. Well, and I told you the other day that that I'm praying for your mom and dad, and, and that will continue um, on, and, and I hope that uh... – I hope that he understands the, the just the amount of, of people in this area that if you say his name, they light up. You know, they, they do. They light up and go, oh, I've got a story for you. Let me tell you what he did for my son. Or let me tell you what happened when we were here and he got involved. And it would go on and on. So I, I would imagine that when you're out and about and somebody introduces himself to you and you say, I'm Ken Bigler Jr., they go, oh, man, hold on. I know who your dad is. Let me tell you, I, that must go on uh, over and over for you. Uh, I'd have to agree with that. Yeah, it does. And it's pretty cool to be able to have that going on and having that happen. And I can't tell you how many people I've run into over the last year, year and a half since he's been in this situation and how awesome the stories have been and, and how much love these people have had for him and how many people have said they're praying for him it's amazing yeah and and uh, you can add me to that list for him and your mom and and uh you know that that he gets better and and that's what certainly our our hope and prayers are we are talking to ken bigler jr he goes by kj and we'll continue to call him that throughout uh, the rest of the show but i out of pure respect for his father i wanted to to take this first segment and, and talk about the family affair that Bigler Sports is. You can go to BiglerSports.com. Their facility is located in Cedarburg. It's 1275 Hilltop Drive. And we're going to talk to Ken and KJ. We'll talk to him about some of the things that they're doing, that they're offering. Um, if you want to get involved in Bigler Sports, you don't have to leave, live in Cedarburg to do that. You can come from anywhere uh, to get involved in this. But uh, I would definitely go to BiglerSports.com and take a look at a lot of the different things that they offer. And we'll go through a number of those things as we talk to KJ throughout uh, the, this entire hour. Uh, KJ, real quick, before we get to our first break, how many kids do you, do you guys have involved right now on a yearly basis at, at Bigler Sports? Well, that's hard to put a number on because we wear so many hats, but it's definitely hundreds uh, in all the different things that we do. Yeah, I bet. Is it good? Do you guys do, is it co-ed, both boys and girls? We do do some girls stuff. We do do some fast pitch, fast pitch softball stuff, but uh, the majority of it would be the boys, uh, I would say, between the ages of 6 and 18. Have you tried to hit uh, a, a pitcher that, that is a good girl softball fast pitch pitcher? <laughs> Because I'll tell you what, hey, KJ, I did. I tried. 
I tried. We did. Uh, I used to do a segment for a show called Around the Corner with John McGivern, and I did the sports segment. We're in Fort Atkinson, and we're talking girls soft, uh, girls fast pitch, right? Mm-hmm. And they were had one of the best pitchers in the state. I said, which one of you? Which one of you girls is so and so? And this girl's like, that's me. I said, why don't you warm up? I'm going to take you deep a couple times. She goes, really? And KJ, from being these really nice kids in Fort Atkinson, all of a sudden, like this little blonde, this little catcher that was real like, kept saying, thanks for doing, thanks for doing this story. Thanks a lot. She put the gear on. She was like, hey, outfield, come on in. No hitter. I go, what? She goes, man, you're not touching this. That KJ, the first pitch I never saw. I didn't see it, and he hit the it hit her glove, and I go, "That's outside, ball one." The catcher goes, "What are you talking about?" It was right down the middle. She kept looking over at the coach, who kept putting up signs. She was throwing up riser. She, I hit one pitch to the second baseman, and the pitcher got mad. I said, "What are you mad at?" She goes, "I don't want you touching my stuff." And I thought, "Oh my." I said, okay, I'll go lefty on you. She goes, can you hit lefty? I said, I can hit you lefty, getting all cocky. I bunted to the third baseman. Third baseman picked it picked it up and just burst out laughing. I said, what are you laughing at? She goes, I would have thrown you out by a mile. I said, what happened to these really nice little girls from Fort Atkinson? But I gained a lot of respect, KJ. I couldn't see the first pitch. Uh, there's a couple of girls that come in here on a regular basis, and, man, they can bring it. Uh, I, I will tell you that much. The sound of the catcher's mitt is a little different when they throw it the way they're supposed to. I can tell you that. He is Ken Bigler Jr., goes by KJ. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue to talk about Bigler Sports. Go to Bigler Sports, one word, B-I-G-L-E-R, sports.com. Yeah, their they're big-time training facility is the name of their facility, located 1275 Hilltop Drive, in Cedarburg. This is the Youth Sports Show brought to you by Allstate Insurance on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Youth Sports Show brought to you by Allstate Insurance on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, our guest for the entire hour. He is the owner, coaching director, and owner of Bigler Sports. Again, BiglerSports.com is where you're going to want to go. Hey, um, KJ, let's talk a little bit about this time of year. And, and in fact, let's start. I read an article that you were quoted in, um, like, in May of last year, May 15th to be exact, where they were talking about, look, what's next for you sports? Is, is Wisconsin is slowly reopening you know, as of May of last year, you had to be really concerned with, with what was going on and if you guys were going to be able to hang on, right? Well, you can say that again, Mike. There was some uh, pretty tough days back in April and May, right, where we had no idea where this whole thing was going. We had a lot of accepted teams that have paid and, you know, were ready to and wanting to play in, in May, June, and July in some of our tournaments, and we had no idea where this thing was going to go, right? So... Um, God is good. He uh, actually took a very tough situation, and in our case, for for Bigler Sports, we we actually had the best year we've ever had this past year, with baseball being kind of a socially distanced sport, with us being able to be outside and things kind of clearing up a little bit once we got into that mid-to-end of May time frame. We were able to pack out our tournaments more than we ever have, because I think a lot of other programs or a lot of other tournaments found themselves in situations where they couldn't use the fields because of the school districts and we were able to still be up and running so a lot of people were left kind of scrambling and were were 
coming in in mass exodus because we were still able to accommodate them. And that that's kind of tells the story there. We also have a fall baseball league in August and September every year. And we've been doing that for over 10 years, typically have 60, 70 ish teams playing with us on Sundays in August and September for kids that want to play some extra ball. And this past year we had 123. Wow. So it was uh, a situation that was totally unexpected, but it certainly turned out the way it did for us uh, in a very positive manner. And, uh, you know, at where it goes from here again, we're still in kind of a tenuous situation, but things are certainly looking better. Boy, I've got to believe there's a couple of sleepless nights over at, at your house during, you know, that April, May um, time period where you had to be thinking, my goodness, if, if we can't make this happen, you know, what are we going to do? But like you said, God is good. And, and you know, for for a sport like baseball, you're right. This thing, this was kind of made perfect. Like, okay, we can be outside. We can socially distance. And if we can find the fields, uh, and then boom, it's almost like you found the fields and the teams came. Exactly right. Exactly right. And I don't know if I'd ever want to go through that again, nope. Mike. But it was a situation that uh, – Again, it was it was a God thing. It's hard to, to say it any other way because, boy, again, back in April and May, <laughs> uh, there's no way you could have predicted what was going to happen happen. Hey, can we talk about um, the other people that are involved um, with you over at Bigler Sports? I, I know that obviously your brother Jeff uh, does some things as well, but you've got uh, some other people that are involved on staff with you, correct? Yes, we do. And just this past year, we've added so many guys and so many qualified people. I'm very humbled to have a crew of about a dozen now that have joined us that are helping kids. And not only are these guys and gals extremely qualified and know what they're doing, but they're very personable. And they really love what they do and have a passion to teach it to kids. And it shows. And so that's, again, what we're all about, what what I want to about as a business is translating not only the knowledge but the confidence uh, piece of it and and being a good teammate and and making sure that these kids are delivering or we're delivering that kind of a message uh, through what we're teaching. Hey KJ when you started this uh, you know that the in baseball it's been an explosion of travel teams and facilities for people to work at sticks and hitters and, and the Milwaukee baseball Academy. There's just, they're popping up uh, all over the place. And did you see that coming before you got involved in this? I guess I did. And I didn't. And I saw what hitters was doing. And then I think sticks was, was doing their thing. And, and I thought to myself that that was the trend or, or that was, where I think things were going and wanted to be able to provide the same opportunity. But it really has gone viral, hasn't it? There's there's so much of it going on now, and you certainly couldn't have predicted that it would have gotten to this point. Hey, do you think that that's a good thing or or a bad thing? Because I have – it's very few things in my life – KJ, you, you can ask me anything. Very few things in my life do I straddle the fence. I'm, I, I can tell you exactly how I feel about this or about that. 
but but this is is a little bit different for me. I'm not involved in 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 baseball as much. I do a baseball show, but you know, compared to you know what you're doing, and half of me thinks this is a really good thing because you get kids that might not have been good enough to play in some of the travel teams, the elite ones, but now there's some secondary ones that are looking just for kids. The other side of me thinks, man, I hope these kids still can be multi-sport athletes. And and two, is there is there a way for kids to get better without spending the amount of money that some of the kids are going to some of these other places? Well, you really hit the nail on the head there, Mike. It, it really is a conundrum. It, it really is. And it is hard to to have a definitive answer on that one because you do see both sides, right? Um, I am a big multi-sport athlete guy. I hate to see these kids specializing when they're so young. I think making sure that they're working other muscles, gaining other skills and abilities through other sports is, is huge. Um, at the same time, I think as you're getting into high school and you're looking to try and play in college or really, really get good at, at a sport, if you're not starting to go that direction, you're probably going to be behind or not not going to get there. Yeah, it, it, so there is the you know that there it is that that's if if kids feel like you know they that they can play at a really high level and parents feel like that's kind of their ticket. I think it's interesting because I I've had kids over the years that have played basketball and they've also played baseball and. You know, I hear them talking. I think I'm a Division One baseball player, and I'm thinking, man, I, I don't know about. I don't know if you are. That's a that's a huge step, and I think we've had a lot from the state of Wisconsin recently. That that you know, you can kind of pinpoint and say, look, you know, this kid had he could have gone to this school, but now he's you know he's in the minor leagues. He could have gone, or he did go to this school. So I think that the state of Wisconsin. I don't know if it's a hotbed. Of, of baseball, but it sure is getting better. It's really come a long way, hasn't it? And you're exactly right. A lot more kids from the area because of the situation with these different clubs and opportunities that they've been provided, I think it's certainly given them just that. So, again, we go back to being a great thing. Uh, at the same time, you really got to be careful that you're not pushing these kids too early and, and you're not forcing them into these 60, 80 game seasons when they're 10, 11, 12 years old where I think they're ready to quit by the time they get to high school. Yeah, I agree. I had uh, I had a guy in my uh, high school baseball show a couple years ago. He is uh, a friend of my brother's down in uh, Tarpon Springs, Florida. And his son is now in the Mets organization, and he was, he was one of the best junior college pitchers in the state of Florida. And I had him on, and he said, hey, I have to tell you this. We used to laugh at you northern boys playing 20, 30 games. He said, but we, what we realized pretty quickly down here is our kids are playing, you know, 100. And they hit their peak at a certain age where you boys from the north, because you haven't played all that much baseball, the upside is so much higher than it is for some of these boys down south. And we didn't realize that. He said, I didn't realize that until I I, I met some of these kids that w- were up north and came in and they played in college with my son. And all of a sudden you saw the kid throughout the season 
in leaps and bounds get better. And he said, that's when I realized that, first of all, there's some pretty good baseball players coming from the north. It's just not, you know, out west and, and down south, but their upside is so much higher. I couldn't agree with agree with you more there too, Mike. Uh, I think if you've got a true work ethic and you're able to prove that uh, you can hang with kids from the south up here, uh, obviously we're dealing with what we're dealing with, right, with the weather not being able to play as much, not able to be outside. But if you can persevere through that, I think there's a lot to be said for that. Hey, KJ, how early do you know? You know, you talked about um, the majority of the kids you work with are between 6 and 18. You know, that's that's kind of where you are, and I would assume it's, um, I would assume 9 to, to 14 would might be, you know, the the, the, the real bullseye as far as the, the more kids at, at those ages, but I'm not sure with regular sports. But how early... Do you feel like, okay, I, I know, and the reason I'm asking the question, somebody was talking about this kid that went to Waukesha West, and now he's in Major League Baseball, and he's, you know, um, one of the, he's just a really good baseball player, and his son would hit in the same facility this kid did. And he goes, you knew when the kid was there because the sound of him hitting was totally different than it was to anybody else in that facility. And I'm wondering, you, you've been around kids playing baseball for forever. How early do you think you've, you, you kind of know when a kid might have it? Yeah, I think you can kind of start to tell if there's that specialness to a kid. And, and like you said, you can tell by the sound of the bat, the quickness of his hands, what he's able to do with his feet and, and bring to the table. Uh, to me, it's about that 13, 14-year-old age where you, you kind of, you're starting to see that this kid's got something special. Uh, at, at the same time, you know, we're not talking about kids that are going to go play Division One baseball or be in the majors or anything, but there's so many kids out there that don't hit their stride until they're at that same age or even getting into high school. And I think so often as coaches and even as parents, we give up on them too soon. And there's so much that these kids can start to pick up and things can change in a heartbeat if they just stick with it and continue to believe in themselves and, and they're just late bloomers. No doubt. He is uh, KJ, Ken Bigler Jr. Again, BiglerSports.com. And, and again, from their website, and I read the one sentence last segment, it, this is another one that, that I highlighted, and I highlighted a few from, from their website, but this one, again, jumped off the page at me. Bigler Sports was founded with one important and basic purpose, help athletes of all ages achieve the highest level of performance that they're capable of. And look, you're going to find kids that, that you know, KJ might be able to get to a different level than even these kids thought that they could get to, and, and, and there isn't anything more rewarding uh, than that. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, I want to kind of dig into Bigler Sports and talk about some of the things that you offer from private lessons uh, to fall ball. I'm going to ask you what big time baseball is. And, you know, my nickname's big time. So I don't think that league <laughs> was named after me, but we'll find out on the other side of the break. This is the U Sports Show brought to you by Allstate Insurance on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Youth Sports Show on 1250 AM. The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, our special guest for the entire hour. He's Ken Bigler Jr. 
goes by KJ. He is uh, the owner of Bigler Sports, and you can go to BiglerSports.com. Hey, KJ, this time of year, you know, it's cold out, snow on the ground. What, what is the biggest part of, of Bigler Sports? What keeps you going this time of year? Well, I think our club team is definitely the the thing that is, I think, more forefront on our mind or the thing we're focused on the most. They start practicing right after Thanksgiving, and then they're in here three or four days a week up until the end of March. So and- they are occupying, you know, a, a lot of the space in, inside, and we've got our high-level guys in here really working on the fundamentals and trying to get them ready for when they can get back outside. Hey, so um, let me ask you this: with with kids that are playing on on that part of what Bigler Sports does, do they still have the opportunity to play for their high school team? Yeah, that's the cool part about it, and I think that's even before the high school season went to spring. Our plan was always to have these kids doing both, to give them an opportunity to play at a higher level around high school and try and get them that much more ready for high school and, and work together with the high schools on this thing. Hey, I um I was talking to uh, AJ Vukovic. You played at East Troy, and, and he got drafted, and and yeah, you know he, he was in the home run derby, and and I think he was with with hitters. Um, I was talking to his dad, and I said, "Hey, um, how much did the the baseball coach at East Troy? And I don't know the head baseball coach at East Troy, but I'm just saying, telling the story. How much did he, you know, ask you guys, beg you guys to play? And he goes, you know, he, he never asked." I said, he never asked. He said, no, because we looked at the East Troy schedule, and if everything would have played out the way it was supposed to play out, um, A.J. would have missed two games. I said, he never asked. He said, no. And I said, I would have put a tent in your front lawn, and I would have knocked on the door in the morning with a pot of coffee and said, can A.J. play this year for my team? And if you said no, I'd go back to the tent, and I'd come back at lunchtime, and I would have made subs and I would have knocked on your door and said, AJ, play baseball for me. And the answer is no. I'd go back to my tent. I'd have a couple of, you know, beverages waiting for that night, knock on the door again, and I wouldn't leave your front lawn until I got you to say yes. He said, well, you know, I, I think maybe he thought we should come to him, and, and, and these are all kids AJ grew up with, a lot of them, and uh, I think he would have probably enjoyed that. So I love the fact what you said. You know what? Well, we, these kids should play with their high school kids. I, I, they're high school teammates. I believe that. Oh, I don't think there's any question about it. I mean, I coached high school baseball for eight years over Whitefish Bay. My brother's been coaching high school baseball for over 20 years. Uh, those are some of the greatest memories for me back in high school and college playing playing baseball with the, with the guys and still have some of those relationships, right? So, yes. Uh, I, I'm a big believer in high school baseball, and I think there's a place for the club stuff, and obviously we're doing that and providing that opportunity because I, I think it's a great thing too. But by, by being able to do both, I think you're accomplishing a lot more and you're still able to establish and, and keep those same relationships and play for your school. Hey, um, who did you play for at Homestead, by the way? Who did I play for? Yeah. Had a couple different coaches, but that's really the main reason I ended up at Concordia was Val Kuyper. Okay. Ended up getting the job over there when I was a senior. And, and had a great influence on me and, and kind of recruited me to play over there. Man, what, that uh, you know what? That was a good uh, decision for you, right, to play over there? It was. It yeah. was. I've always been – I've always lived in the North Shore area. 
every my whole life has been the north area of southeastern Wisconsin. So it was great to be close to home. It was a small school. It definitely gave me a chance to play right away, and I certainly wouldn't change it. It was a great experience. Yeah, you bet. Hey, talk to me a little bit about private lessons. And, again, you can go to BiglerSports.com, BiglerSports.com to get more information on this. But the private lesson part of it um, interests me. Is this a single one-on-one private lesson, or are you with a group, or how does that work? You know, we've got a lot of flexibility there, which is kind of nice because you can do it either way. You can bring in yourself and your brother or a couple of teammates and work with one of these guys. Or I'd say probably 80%, 90% of it is individual. So you can certainly have some flexibility to take your pick there. But it, it, it definitely does give that personal touch. And, I, and I'm a big believer in that. I've been teaching personal lessons and continue to do them up to this day. But I'm trying to, with three kids of our own, trying to pass the buck a little bit more to some of these other guys. And from what I've seen, again, I really love what I see. And I think it's a great thing for these kids. KJ, how old are your kids? 14, 12, and 10. Boys, girls? My daughter, Abby, is 14, and and sons, uh, Zachary, is 12, and and Mason, 10. Uh, um, Sports kids? Yeah. Yeah, they're all heavily involved in sports, which I'm thrilled about. Uh, They're all playing baseball or Abby's playing softball. And it's it's been a thrill to obviously be working with them uh, and, and running the business on that. And, and it's kind of nice for them, too, right, uh, being able to bring them up to the facility uh, whenever we get the chance. 100%. 100%. Are they multi-sport athletes? Yes. Yeah. Mason's playing soccer, basketball, and baseball. Zachary is swimming and, and playing baseball, and, and Abby is, is dancing. Man. And also doing the softball thing. <laughs> hey, KJ, what in the world does your calendar at home look like? I just, that is hysterical to, to me. I love, you know, uh, my kids are growing. I've got four grandsons. And there are people, when we could be back in the office here, I would hear people complain, I can't believe it. I got to sit and watch, you know, my son in a soccer tournament all weekend, or I got to run him to baseball practice. My daughter, I've got to run to dance. And I'd be like, hey, I'll do it. I'll do it. They're like, what? I go, man, do I miss that? I miss it. You know, and, and you don't know how much you're going to miss it until it uh, it goes away. So to spend as much time with Abby and Zachary and Mason as you can um, and, and just enjoy it because I know you've heard this, that it goes by really quick, but it does. And you can roll your eyes. I'm the old guy saying, oh, whatever, these kids, I got a long time with this. But I'm telling you, KJ, all of a sudden – you know they're they're going off to school or they're they're you know doing stuff that it's like man it ended you got to be kidding me I like the private lesson part of it is that for for hitting and for pitching yeah fielding it, there's a lot of flexibility there too we can even do some fielding or the catching position itself if they're interested in that as well but the the website will will definitely tell you what the credentials are of each of the guys that are there um, but like I was saying we've got probably five or six of those guys that have either played division one baseball, minor league baseball or major league baseball. Boy, that's, that's uh that's a pretty good staff right there to be able to, to go in and, and if nothing else, as a parent, to be able to talk to somebody that's, that's coaching your son or daughter and some on an individual level to be able to pick their brain a little bit and have your son or daughter be able to pick their brain and and the first segment, KJ had talked about, you know, baseball is, is a lot like life. You fail a lot. 
and can can you just live through it? Can you continue to get to get up every day and get after it? And I always found that baseball, KG, I could get kids fired up to play football and some kids fired up to play basketball and they would play better. I don't know if you can do that in baseball. I think you have to be more relaxed um, to be able to succeed, correct? It is a much different situation as a coach, isn't it? There's a lot more uh, psychology involved and and trying to play the middle a lot, like you were saying. I I couldn't agree more because you can't just, you know, (laughs) can't go out there and beat up your opponent, right? You you have to have that fire in the belly, but you also have to play uh, relaxed and and confidently and, and all with, failure all around you where the, the game is so tough to play and you have to be able to play through that. You know, I, as, as, and I told you the story about playing, you know, little league baseball, which is a zillion years ago, but I can tell you that some of the lessons I learned at that age, KJ stuck with me all through, you know, to all the way to church softball where playing second base, you, you know, okay. Between every pitch, this coach would say all the time to me, between every pitch, I want you to envision the ball's coming to you. What are you going to do with the ball? You know what? Where's the ball going? Where's your throw? Who Exactly what you're going to do. If the ball gets hit the third, what? So between pitches in my mind, if there's a kid on first, the ball gets hit the third, I'm going to cover the bag. Somebody's trying to steal him. And I remember the last church softball league game I played. I'm playing first base and I'm thinking between pitches, okay, if the ball gets hit here, what am I doing? And that comes back to guys like you talking to kids and coaching kids up to make sure that they understand what's going on. Don't fall asleep between pitches. This is where you really get engaged mentally in the game. It's the power of coaching, right? It's And I talk to the guys all the time, whether it's on the staff we have here or the coaches that are in that WSYBL that I find myself the commissioner of now, trying to let them know, trying to encourage them but and thank them, but also let them know how important their job is because you're you're teaching these kids life lessons and not only the game itself, but, but again, how to persevere through failure, how to be a good teammate, how to handle the, the stress and pressure of, of playing the game that that uh, is the game of baseball. Yeah, I there's no doubt about that. And and I think that whole mindset, you know, in basketball and and football, there are times that, you know, you you're not going to have that kind of time to to be able to think of these things over and over again, but this this coach at an early age, you know, said that to me over and over and again to the point that it's stuck and I think that that is certainly part of the mental aspect is so important when it comes to baseball. I think that's maybe the most important part, depending on what level you are. And in those private lessons, I, I've got to believe that you guys talk about that. Before we get to a break, big-time baseball, um, what is that? Yep, that's our club team that I guess you would compare with uh, sticks and hitters and a lot of the other ones out there that started a little bit before us. But we have the same type of situation. Like I said, we're married to doing that and having them play high school but it's pretty much a year-round thing we have tryouts end of july we choose the teams early mid-august we have a parent meeting end of august we actually get them going right away after labor day they play three tournaments with us in the fall we do some practicing get to know them kind of realize what we need to work on in the winter with them and how we can really 
do better by them and, and work with them at a high level in, in the winter time by getting to learn them and, and seeing what they can and can't do in the fall. Spend those four months getting them ready to go for their high school season, and then they go off and play for a couple of months there, and then they come back early June and play five tournaments with us in June and July. Wow. And the commissioner of the Wisconsin State Youth Baseball League. And before we get to a break, man, you might as well just add a little bit more to that calendar, uh, KJ. You know, Abby and Zachary and Mason. And and, and what is your wife's name? Uh, Michelle. And I'm sure Michelle keep you busy enough. Um, but then you decided to uh, take on the commissioner of the Wisconsin State Youth Baseball League. And I, I know that that keeps you busy as well, for sure, correct? It is something that uh, I started out as a seventh grade rep, and I did that for about 10 years where I was involved, and it was largely due to my dad being the commissioner, and it was something that he started with another guy almost 25 years ago. Wow. And with his health being what it was, and it was always kind of his goal or, or dream, if you will, in a small way, I guess, to have one of us or, or have myself uh, stick with this thing or, or keep it alive. And so this was something I... I, 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 I do want to do, and, and uh, I'm at the same time kind of doing this because of the great passion and love that he had for it and, and starting it, and, and really how important I think it is to, to kids. And when we started this thing, it was basically to help strengthen the high school programs, and, and the kids had to be from their local community in order to play on that team in the league, right? Um, but because the situation has changed so much over the last five, seven, ten years, we have opened it up over the last couple of years where that's not necessarily the case. But that's still kind of the goal of the league. And yeah, so that's... that was something that we've always thought was really important. And, and again, with the strength or tie that we have between that league and, and what I do with bigger sports in the high schools. Hey, last really quick, and I'm going to ask you to keep your your, your answer short because we we have a short amount of time. American Legion baseball is so big, outstate. Is is there a reason it's not bigger here in Southeast Wisconsin? That is a good question. I, I think there's such a history up there that uh, here, I think the main reason has always been because of summer high school baseball, uh, and and in so many other parts of the state outside of southeastern of southeastern Wisconsin, it's spring so once summer high school baseball now went to spring i think you're starting to see legion moving in a little bit more and starting to have a little bit more presence here now boy that's i always wondered that because again with that tv show around the corner you know i'd be around the state and guys would be talking american legion baseball and i'd say well how's your high school team yeah they're fine let me tell you about the american legion team though yeah. And I thought, man, I don't even know anybody that played American Legion ball. We're going to get you a break. And again, BiglerSports.com, B-I-G-L-E-R, Sports.com. Take a look. Their, their, their facility is in Cedarburg. But again, they will work with, with, with kids that want to get better, want to understand the game, want to get better. And again, when that first segment when I said if kids gain confidence by playing a sport they love, that feeling of self-worth will carry over into everything that they do. And that's what, what they have on their website at Bigler Sports, and I totally agree with that. This is the U Sports Show brought to you by Allstate Insurance on 1250 AM, The Fan.
Welcome back to the U Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance on 1250 AM. The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, and my special guest has been a great show. Uh, Ken Bigler Jr., they call him KJ. He's the coaching director and owner of Bigler Sports. Their facility, big-time training facility, it's called, located at 1275 Hilltop Drive in Cedarburg. And uh, you can, if you go to their website, you want to get a hold of, of KJ, there's a number of ways to get a hold of him. If you have questions for him, um, uh, there's an email address, there's phone numbers. You can get a hold of him if you have questions. Boys and girls, mostly on the boys' side, they train, but they do have fast pitch for the girls. So ages 6 to 18 is kind of where uh, they start at the age of 6. I'm sure they've had kids a little bit younger, and they go up through high school. And again, take a look at their mission statement. Take a, read that. Read the, the the two or three paragraphs that they have on that, where they talk about we teach the nuts and bolts of sports, but our, our everything else is much further on how we deal with success and non-success situations. And so they talk a little bit about that part as as well. Hey, uh, Junior, what keeps you up at night as the uh, coaching director and owner of Bigler Sports? What keeps you up at night with with your company? Well. I think the level of competition out there is, is always going to play a part of that role. You're always trying to kind of reinvent yourself or look for ways that uh, you can continue to run the business, right? I mean, try and open up new markets or avenues or try and reach more kids too. Uh, so that's, I think, why we've expanded as much as we have or why we came up with fall ball, why we started to you know, offer some tournaments and not just pigeonhole ourselves into camps or lessons that we're, we're kind of trying to offer as much as we can, not only from a business standpoint, but to help the kids. Well, I know, hey, back in the day that Mike Higgins did birthday parties, and I see that you're carrying on that tradition at Bigler Sports. You guys offer birthday parties as well? Yes, we do. Uh, obviously, this past year has been kind of tough with this virus, but, uh, boy, I tell you, getting kids – Six, seven, eight, nine, ten years old in here, throwing dodgeballs at one another and playing kickball, wiffle ball, soccer, all kinds of stuff out on the turf. Uh, a lot of times we have a hard time getting these guys to actually get back in the car and go home. <laughs> yeah, hey, you know what? Put the cake down and go home, boys. I want to turn the <laughs> lights off. Hey, can you still hit it and throw it a little bit? Uh, I can. I, I missed the competition of it, right? I uh, played a little bit after college and, and some Land O'Lakes and Langsdorf ball and uh, even a little big ball with the church. But uh, don't play competitively anymore, but still love throwing the baseball, throwing batting practice, and still still being involved as much as I can. You're still throwing batting practice. Can, can, you, uh, can you lift your arm after that? <laughs> I can't. I'm done with that. Uh, I've probably overdone it a little bit too much over the years, to be honest with you, Mike. So I, uh, I'm not uh, thrown very hard anymore. I think my BP, genuine BP days are over, but I can still throw to some of these 10, 11, 12 year old kids that I'm working with. I, well, who hits you better, Zachary or Mason? <laughs> Zach's a little older, uh, but, uh, Mason's got a little, uh, a little more of a natural swing, I guess, so, but they both are just fine. And I, I would think Abby would take you deep whenever she wanted to. That's what that's.